Hello, friends. Thanks for coming back to the Preacher Chick Podcast. Or if you're joining for the very first time, welcome. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick. And here on this podcast, we are reading the Bible together every single day this year. And today is day 151. We'll be reading Job 40 through 42, as well as, as, well as Psalm 146. Um, a little bit of an intro for those of you who may be brand new. We are using a plan that was created by the Bible Project that can be found in the Bible app, and it is called One Story That Leads to Jesus. Also, the whole idea behind what I do with um, this podcast and my blog is to help be a place um, where we develop community around faith and family. So um, as you probably just heard, you are going to hear noise in my house. You're going to hear me not be perfect when I read it. You're going to hear me read it as if I was reading it myself and the thoughts that come into my mind, I'm going to share them. And so um, the whole goal of this is just that we are developing a habit of daily being in the word and strengthening our um, our prayer life and our devotional life by reading the Bible together every day. So without further ado, oh, there is a video teaching that goes along with today's reading. If you're following in the Bible app, you're going to find the video linked right in the plan. But if you're just listening along here, then be sure you check the show notes because the link to the video teaching from the Bible Project will be in the show notes. All right, now let's go. The Lord answered Job, Will the one who contends with the Almighty correct him? Let him who argues with God give an answer. Then Job answered the Lord, I am so insignificant, how can I answer you? I place my hand over my mouth. I have spoken once, and I will not reply. Twice, but now I can add nothing. Then the Lord answered Job from the whirlwind, Get ready to answer me like a man. When I question you, you will inform me. Would you really challenge my justice? Would you declare me guilty to justify yourself? Do you have an arm like God's? Can you thunder with a voice like his? Adorn yourself with majesty and splendor and clothe yourself with honor and glory. Pour out your raging anger. Look on every proud person and humiliate him. Look on every proud person and humble him. Trample the wicked where they stand. Hide them together in the dust. Imprison them in the grave. Then I will confess to you that your own right hand can deliver you. Look at Behemoth, which I made along with you. He eats grass like cattle. Look at the strength of his back and the power and the muscles of his belly. He stiffens his tail like a cedar tree. The tendons of his thighs are woven firmly together. His bones are bronze tubes. His limbs are like iron rods. He is the foremost of God's works. Only his maker can draw the sword against him. This, the hill yields, sorry, the hills yield food for him while all sorts of wild animals play there. He lies under the lotus plants, hiding in the protection of marshy reeds. Lotus plants cover him with their shade, the willows by the brooks around him. Though the river rages, Behemoth is unafraid. He remains confident even if the Jordan surges up to his mouth. Can anyone capture him while he looks on or pierce his nose with snares? Can you pull in Leviathan with a hook or tie his tongue down with a rope? Can you put a cord through his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he beg you for mercy or speak softly to you? 
Will he make a covenant with you so that you can take him as a slave forever? Can you play with him like a bird or put him on a leash for your girls? Will traders bargain for him or divide him among the merchants? Can you fill his hide with harpoons or his head with fishing spears? Lay a hand on him. You will remember the battle and never repeat it. Any hope of capturing him proves false. Does a person not collapse at the very sight of him? No one is ferocious enough to rouse Leviathan. Who, can the, who then can stand against me? Who confronted me that I should repay him? Everything under heaven belongs to me. I cannot be silent about his limbs, his power, and his graceful proportions. Who can strip off his outer covering? Who can penetrate his double layer of armor? Who can open his jaws surrounded by those terrifying teeth? His pride is in his rows of scales, closely sealed together. One scale is so close to another that no air can pass between them. They are joined to one another so closely, so closely connected they cannot be separated. His snorting flashes with light while his eyes are like the rays of dawn. Flaming torches shoot from his mouth. Fiery sparks fly out. Smoke billows from his nostrils as from a boiling pot or burning reeds. His breath sets coals ablaze and flames pour out of his mouth. Strength resides in his neck and dismay dances before him. The folds of his flesh are joined together, solid as metal and immovable. His heart is as hard as a rock, as hard as his lower millstone. When Leviathan rises, the mighty are terrified. They withdraw because of his thrashing. The sword that reaches him will have no effect, nor will it spear, nor will a spear dart or arrow. His regard, he regards iron as straw and bronze as rotten wood. No arrow can make him flee. Sling stones become like stubble to him. A club is regarded as stubble, and he laughs at the sound of javelin of a javelin. He understands his un so sorry. His undersides are jagged potsherds, spreading the mud like a threshing sledge. He makes the depths seethe like a cauldron. He makes the sea like an ointment jar. He leaves a shining wake behind him. One would think the deep had gray hair. He has no equal on earth, a creature devoid of fear. He surveys everything that is haughty. He is king over all the beasts. Then Job replied to the Lord, I know, what you, I know that you can do anything, and no plan of yours can be thwarted. You asked, who is this who conceals my counsel with ignorance? Surely I spoke about things I did not understand. I love this because Job just like, he spoke out of haste earlier, and now he's coming along and he's like, surely I spoke about things I did not understand, things too wondrous for me to know. You said, listen now and I will speak. When I question you, you will inform me. I had heard reports about you, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore, I reject my words, and I'm sorry for them. I am dust and ashes. After the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to Eliphaz, the Temanite, I am angry with you and your friends, for you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has. Now take seven bulls and seven rams, go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. Then my servant Job will pray for you. I will surely accept his prayer and not deal with you as your folly deserves. For if you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has, then Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuite, and Zophar the Namathite went and did as the Lord had commanded them. And the Lord accepted Job's prayer. After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and, his and doubled his previous possessions. 
All his brothers, sisters, and former acquaintances came to him and dined with him in his house. They sympathized with him and comforted him concerning all the adversity the Lord had brought on him. Each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold earring. So the Lord blessed the last part of Job's life more than the first. He owned 14,000 sheep and goats, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. He named the first daughter Jemima, his second Keziah, and his third Karen Hepek. No, no women as beautiful as Job's daughters could be found in all the land, and their father granted them an inheritance with their brothers. That would have been unheard of then because only the male children would have received a blessing or an inheritance. Um, and even then, the oldest would have received, you know, the main. So Job truly loved and adored his children and recognized the blessing that he had in his restored um, life. Job lived 140 years and saw his children and their children to the fourth generation. Then Job died old and full of days. Oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. It's just so good. And now we will be reading. Um, now we will be reading Psalm 146. Hallelujah. My soul praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing to my God as long as I live. Do not trust in nobles and a son of man who cannot save. When his breath leaves him, he returns to the ground. On that day, he die. He on that day his plans die. Happy is the one whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, the Maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever, executing justice for the exploited and giving food to the hungry. The Lord frees prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises up those who are oppressed. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord protects resident aliens and helps the fatherless and the widow, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever. Zion, your God reigns for all generations. Hallelujah. That is today's reading. Come back tomorrow for day 152. See you then.